All right, guys, welcome back to Sex, Love, and Relationships. Of course, I am AC Love, and today we will be tackling sexuality and what that looks like in today's society. We will talk about the double standard that society has on men and women versus sexuality. We will also touch on what the culture is like today. We will also look at what does sexuality look like for us. I have two amazing co-hosts with me today. There are two young ladies um, we have one that is bisexual, one that is no label, so they will be able to give their viewpoints on what sexuality looks like and be able to tackle some of these topics that we have tonight. It is going to be an amazing show. I want you guys to go ahead at this point, take your layers off, take your clothes off, get naked and get ready for the journey. All right, we will first talk about what does sexuality look like for us. Obviously, you guys know um, I do, I guess, have a label. Even though I believe that sex, love, and relationships is a very fluid um, community with it, it's ever-evolving, it's ever-changing, and so therefore, I recognize that there can't be hard barriers in regards to sexuality. I have a preference of men, I guess right now at the age of 31, who knows, that may change when I'm 35, but at 31, I currently identify as a woman who is sexually turned on by men. And let me evolve that statement, not necessarily just men, but more so the brain. So even in me recognizing that I am sexually turned on by the brain, there's a separate sexuality even for that, which they identify as sapiosexuals, someone that is mentally stimulated. So with me recognizing that I am mentally stimulated, it may be that I could possibly be attracted to a woman if she mentally stimulates me. However, that hasn't happened. Currently, I have only been in heterosexual relationships and I don't know. That means that I'm maybe walking into what society kind of dictates in regards to what love and sex looks like. But for me, that has just been my journey. I'm going to go ahead and pass it around to one of my co-hosts and they will talk about what sexuality looks like for them. Um, how you doing? So for me, basically, um, I consider myself as a, a no-label. Um, I date women. Um, I was married before, and I do have a child. However, society normally will just label me as a stud just because of the way I carry myself uh, on the outside, meaning attire. But I wear what I think is comfortable, and I carry myself in the manner that I'm comfortable with. But until you get to know me and you talk to me, then you'll realize there's more about me than the way I dress, the way I carry myself. And so, therefore, I just prefer a no label because I want to be free. When people label you, they put you in a box and then you can't go anywhere but in that box. So, um, that's pretty much it. All right. I have another co-host with me and she is going to share her thoughts and what she identifies with as far as sexuality. Hey, how you guys doing? Um... Right now, I mean, I, I say myself as bisexual, but, you know, it's it's funny because that that wasn't how I always was. At first, I was just attracted to men. And uh, now it's different um, because as I was kind of progressing through life, you know, like I had different experiences which made me more attracted to women. And, and, and with me, sometimes it changes. It's like, you know... Attracted to men more so, and then attracted to women more so. So that's kind of where I'm standing with it. Awesome. So with that, of course, we are able to share some viewpoint in those arenas. 
Um, I definitely, the core of what we'll be talking about this evening is going to be directly related to how society puts a double standard on the fluidness that women are able to have in sexuality versus what men are able to have in sexuality. I had a preliminary conversation with these ladies yesterday to get them ready for this. And we have some interesting points. So um, without kind of keeping you guys held up, sex. Society will let you be fluid in regards to sexual pleasure um, in the bedroom with your partners or partner, depending on, you know, what you are currently in. They will allow women to experience other women. They will allow women to bring other women into the bedrooms. You find that society um, is okay with men allowing for multiple wives or multiple sexual partners as far as multiple sexual encounters in regards to women being able to be fluid and go back and forth. Um, they say that heterosexual women can have basically um, homosexual experiences and still identify as heterosexual. But when men have homosexual experiences and still identify as heterosexual, society will automatically classify them as another sex through orientation, meaning they possibly are now gay because they've experienced um, sex with another man. I am going to share my thoughts on that and then I'm going to let the ladies chime in um, as this kind of conversation progress. For me, when you say that you are going to be fluid and allow for yourself to be in a fluid relationship, whether that may be an open relationship, whether it may be you're in a situation where you and your partner are okay with um, fulfilling sexual desires or fantasies in regards to your bedroom. Remember, I told you guys weeks ago that sex in your relationship is unique to you guys and you're unique to those that are involved with it. So however you guys get enjoyment or pleasure is going to be unique to you. You shouldn't allow for what outside people or people that are not in your bedroom to dictate how and what you do in your bedroom. So with that and saying that I stand firmly on that, I can say my thoughts in regards to me and my partner saying, hey, we're going to invite people into our bedroom. I have to be prepared and open with the fact that my partner may come to me and say, I want to bring another man into the bedroom and not another man to do what we ladies like to call a train. I'm not talking about y'all getting a train ran on you, but I'm talking about in a sense of he wants to experience sexual pleasure from a man. Ladies, you guys want to classify men like that, but yet on the other hand, you can go out and experience sexual pleasure from a woman and then come back and be in a heterosexual relationship. I don't think that that's fair. I feel like if you're going to play in that arena and you are going to be open to inviting folks into your bedroom, you have to be prepared for what comes with that. And if you open Pandora's box, just make sure that you can handle what comes out of it. I'm not saying that it's all bad, but I'm just saying sex is fluid because it's going to always be unique to you and your partner's. If you are going to allow that, then you have to be open to the fact that men should be able to do what it is that women are doing. So I'm going to go ahead and let the ladies chime in. What do you guys think? I mean, again, it pretty much depends on the person. It depends on, you know, your security. 
you know, if you're an insecure person, that is not something that you want to even open the box about, period. You have to be very secure about yourself because when you're asking someone to <clears throat> go outside of the norm, the basic sex, then you're also allowing them to then open up to whatever they may have thought about. They may have in the back of their head. Now you're making them comfortable to now want to speak out and say, hey, and let's try this. <clears throat> so you have to be open-minded, but you also have to just make sure your securities are in place. Because right. that is what destroys most relationships. Sure. If both partners are secure and both partners, um, if there's loyalty within, within those two people and respect, it, it works. It, it would allow you to open up you know, certain things with sex. It makes it a lot better, more interesting. But it's when there's an insecurity in one of or both partners and then there becomes the the behind you know, behind the back, I'm going to do it without you versus doing it with you. And when you're not being fully honest, then that destroys that relationship, period. When you say norm. Your normal sex. Like, normal sex is just, you just want to have sex. Like, you know, the missionary style, doggy style, oral sex, those type of, that's, to me, that's basic. Like, that's just some basic shit. Basic sex. See? Basic she sex. Put, you wanna... She's already, that's normal sex. For some people, that could be very exciting and the circus act like no adding <laughs> nah that's basic sex sex is like it, would you be okay with watching porn while we have sex me watching another couple have sex and i want to mimic what they're doing or i, I want to get off on what they're doing and i want you to watch me like that's that's out of the box now we're out of the box now it's not even physical i want you to just watch i don't want you to touch me these are things that, you know, when you get comfortable with somebody, you can broaden the sex and make it a lot more interesting than just basic sex. Okay. What do you think? Let me just say, too, like, just piggybacking off of that, when she's saying, like, insecurity, I'm, more so where I'm getting from you is you saying, like, insecurity within the relationship. But I think if you if you have to second guess you doing it, you shouldn't do it. You have to have security within yourself first. If you have to be like, oh, should I do this? Or, you know, think about it. Don't do it at all. Don't even try it. But if you, you're securing yourself and you know, you know, that, you know, it's going to be okay. Basically, if you, if you try it and you, you're able to bounce back from it, then okay, try it. <laughs> okay. I think that is actually a really interesting point, which takes me into uh, my next point I want to talk about. So, what do you guys feel as far as um, open sex? How are you? What are your viewpoints as far as if you guys, if your partner wanted to bring a man into the bedroom, how do you think you would feel about that? Well, of course, being a no label would depend on who I'm with. So, of course, yes, if I'm with a woman, she wanted to bring a man in, I'm with it. Oh. I'm with it. Where are you? No, where I'm you? good on that. You good on that? I'm good on that. Nah, I would, I would say, oh, shit. No. <laughs> I, nah, I just, I'm with it. <laughs> I don't really know why, but just like initially, just, just thinking about it, I'm like, nah. See, for me, it's different though. When it comes to sex, sex is just, it's different. It's, it's, a, it's not even, it's separate from the relationship to me. Okay. Bringing a man in a relationship with a woman, I'm not even talking about a man doing us. No, we gonna do you. Oh, like okay. I'm with that. Okay. I'm strapping okay. up. Okay. 
I need you to be open and I need you to allow me to, to make you a hoe. Well, it's in the bed. Di- like, I don't, I don't need you. I want you to be a hoe in the bed. I want you to be that person that I watch on porn. It's okay. I'm not going to look at you any different outside the bedroom. But yes, so my first initial thing would be, yeah, I want to bring a dude in a relationship, but he ain't doing us. We doing you. So we talking about dynamics now. So we got to establish that beforehand. Yeah, like so if we talk about the dynamics of it, everything like depending on who the person is, what you doing to them, and all that kind of stuff. Then then it it could change. It just depends. It's subjective. Well, it just depends on the season too. It just depends on my mood. I might want it the other way around. Right. See, it sounds like it's always um, extremely fluid. So you believe that the bedroom is a no judgment zone? Absolutely. Yeah. Bedroom, no judgment zone. It's a no judgment zone because at the end of the day. If you plan on being with somebody for uh, a long period of time or you plan on this person being your life partner, then that's something that can it, it can't go, it can't be boring. You have to change it. Like, you can't keep doing the same thing every day. You can't, the same move, the same way we get started, the same foreplay, that shit gets boring. So, again... When you set the standards and both people are on the same page, yes, that can become an open thing. Then you start to learn a lot more about your partner. Things that they probably thought about but didn't want to discuss because they were afraid of being judged. But when I know I'm not going to be judged in this bedroom, all bets off. I try right. anything. Okay, so do you... I wanted to ask a specific question. How? What are your thoughts? Like, What do you guys think about when men have situations like where they're running train or where there's like four or five guys having sex, you know, in a room. Orgy style, basically. Mm-hmm. For me, I believe anytime you involve uh, more people, I'm not even going to say what society deems as because even these terms that I'm using, orgy or threesomes or trains, those are all terms that, of course, we pull from what society calls it. Sex, let's just call it what it is because sex can embody so much, right? Mm-hmm. Sexuality. When you have those sexual encounters where there are multiple people present, guys and girls, do you feel like that is can be a form of introduction into other arenas? Meaning like if what if there's a orgy going on, if there's one female in the room with a bunch of dudes, but then a dude might just be like, well, shit, we in here, so let me. Absolutely. That can happen, and you need to be prepared for it to happen. That's why it's it's open sex. Like it's a it's it's like a swingers club. You don't know what people are going to the swingers club to do, because if you already have a partner, then you're going for something different. You either want to watch, or you want your partner to watch you do someone, and who is that someone? You want them to watch you do a, a same sex, or you want them to just I want to see you have sex with another guy. Do I want to just see that? What do I, what do I want to see that for? But then, you know, it just, then it becomes like to get, to go to another place for that. You're trying to see the all out. Man, I want to see you stab a dude. You keep talking about stabbing a dude. <laughs> <laughs> this is very intense, right? <laughs> like, I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> you keep talking about What's up? What are you? What are you thinking? What are you? You over here, kind of quiet. What do you? Yeah, I'm quiet because I don't like <laughs> when it comes to that. That's just on another level. You gotta be about that life. Period. <laughs> that's just what that is. You gotta be about that life. Um, 
And I'm not really about that life right now. As far as just, just experiences, yeah, but like threesomes, stuff like that. You know, like the, I guess the basic stuff when it comes to sex or just exploring, you know, getting started exploring. But when it comes to like, you know, trains and doing all that kind of stuff, like, yeah, I, I'm not on that level per se, but I'm not saying that I'm not open to it eventually, you know. You don't know what could happen. You don't know how you might feel with that person that you're with and what they might be open to, you know what I mean? Because honestly, it's just say like females. If I'm talking about females that I've messed with, they're more so beginning as well. Like that's just a, something that has attracted me or been attracted to me. But they're just starting off too. So it's like you kind of experiencing this stuff together. And I'm the one that has to, you know, bring them into this. So it's really my decision. And they follow me. So do you think, um, so as far as sexual encounters, do you feel that if women who engage in strap-ons for their men, which is still a man and a woman having sex, could they be deemed as gay? Do you feel like they're gay if their woman is strapping them? In the bedroom. It's still a man and woman having sex. Hmm. I don't think so. I think that if he's... <laughs> if he's secure with himself and he... he listen, I just want to try it, okay? It's the end of the day. That's what it is. And I don't feel like a man should feel insecure or feel like, you know what I'm saying, now nah, he gay just because I want to stab him one good time. I just want to strap up and get him. <laughs> that's just the bottom line. <laughs> you should be secure about yourself if you... <laughs> because I'm just like I'm this you guys Why have to understand like this is my first time being in an arena where I'm able to have this kind of conversation with people who are so fluid. So I want you and I I don't want you guys to take the laughter as like it should I you know people laugh <laughs> when they're uncomfortable. <laughs> I noticed that. So there's a slight uncomfortability, obviously, for me because um, the fluidness that I speak to you guys all, this is a journey for me as well. I never want you guys to listen to me and think that I have like all the answers, which is why I will invite people on the show when there are things that I'm interested in learning about. So when I get uncomfortable, I kind of laugh. So for me, because you have majority of society that will say, oh, now that man is now gay, right? The man is now gay because... He likes to have. <laughs> so you feel like just because a man wants to be penetrated. Anal sex. Anal sex. That makes him gay. It's not though. Okay. I don't think. No, I don't think that. Here's the thing. I don't think that honestly. But the- so if you guys are listening out there and you guys happen to end up in my bedroom, I'm just saying, I don't think that men having anal sex. <laughs> Is um, I don't think that makes you gay. I feel like I'm one of those people that feels like anything that can anything in the bedroom is like. I mean, at the end go. of the day, what's gay? What's really gay? Homosexuality. It, no, is what I what, should be what, saying. What, 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 right? is, what is gay? Is it how you dress? Is it how you carry yourself? Or is it your sexual activities? What is really gay? Because mm. at the end of the day, you start saying gay, then now you start saying bisexual, then you start saying no label. So, what really is gay? Is it the way people dress? Is it the way people no. carry themselves? Homosexuality is what we're talking about. Or is it that when a man tells you he is strictly with other men? So mm-hmm. if he's strictly with other men, then okay, if that's what you want to call gay. But then what do you call him who is okay with being married to a woman and allowing a woman 
to penetrate him, but not a man, but allowing a woman. That just means he's experiencing another side of his sexuality, but it doesn't mean he wants to be with a man. So does that really make him gay? Yeah, he's, right. He's experiencing that with you. So exactly. I get what you're saying. Yeah. It's just not like he going out You here. start When you start going outside of your home, and now you want to be penetrated by a man. Only. And now you want to be in a relationship with a man. Then you have found your true sexuality. And she's just going to have to deal with it. And then now you're gay. Okay. Yeah. Then, 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 Cause then I feel like can... people do try that. All yeah, kind of all, stuff. Listen, my whole thing like, is, I'm a, I'm a person. If you're in my bedroom, it's like, I'm like, hey, this is all things are go. All things are go because sex is sex. Oh, it's oral sex. Oh, we just did this. Oh, it was anal sex. Oh, we just had, you know, I don't know, missionary style sex. Like, sex is sex. So, if you're with a partner who is fluid in sex, who has a high sexual appetite, make sure you're actually letting your partners know because you have some people that are further along in their journey than others. When you get into relationships, and all too often I see people in relationships where they haven't even had the conversation as far as comfort level in regards to sex, and then want to say somebody's sex is trash, when maybe they're only into missionary sex. Maybe they're not into positional sex. Maybe they're not into other you know things objects being penetrated on them or used on them like you have to have those kind of conversations because yeah if i am used to a fucking whole circus show in regards to sex and i get with someone who only has sex in one position i'm gonna what then be in the group text saying his sex was trash you guys but the first step is is if you can even have that conversation some people can't even have that conversation. Then that means you're not being naked enough. That means you need to take your damn clothes off and sit in the damn closet. <laughs> but that, no, but for the person that, that has the high sex drive and for the person that's open-minded, why are you wasting your time? You already know this is probably going to be 80% of the relationship. But like, one of, like you were saying, some people are just what? At the beginner phase. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't fool with nobody in the beginner phase. I don't have time for Because that. you're on a different level in your sexuality. Like if you're not going to be coachable. Yeah. <laughs> and open then you cannot fuck with me right so Period. then that means that's something that you communicate you being on the beginner phase me obviously on still one a one lane highway i'm letting folks <laughs> look i'm letting folks know i'm only on this lane however i am fluid um and i do recognize that in the bedroom Things are going to come out. I'm going to talk about my fantasies. If I want to be upfront and communicate my fantasies to you, I want you to feel comfortable doing the same with me. So I have to be prepared if my partner, and I have to know if I can handle that because it's okay for me to say, hey, I'm actually, you know, I can respect your honesty, but I particularly am not, I'm not, I'm not judging, but I don't know if I'm ready to handle that kind of situation. Mm-hmm. Therefore, we're not three, four, five, seven months in, and now my partner's saying, hey, I've actually always wanted to try. Have those kind of conversations early. I'm telling you, it's either going to bring you guys together or it's going to allow for you guys to realize we don't need to waste each other's time. Uh, do, like, do y'all think, though, that when we're talking about that, does love play a factor in the sex part of it, too? No. Because, no? Because what I think is is that I think it does a little bit because more so... Once you love someone, you're willing to do. You're willing to do stuff, and you have that security that we started that you you started talking talking about at the beginning. You have that security within yourself and in that person because you love them. And think, so the like, thing you is, you love yourself and be secure with yourself for whatever it is that you choose to do. Loving someone—that's the emotional side of things. 
Because if I love you and I know it's something that, whether it be fantasy or not, and it's something I know you're already uncomfortable with, mm-hmm. I'm not going to ask you to do it. My whole thing is, but the, but people evolve. So I can see what you're saying because if I now love you, I'm possibly willing to, willing to do a little more for you. But as you, far as to satisfy and please you, mm-hmm. and we may have done, you know, pages 1 through 12, and now we want to get, we might be then involved to now... Doing this as a set. People didn't start age, just putting gerbils in people's asses. When you when you <laughs> get me to tell page you sixteen and if you're ready, then you will initiate whatever that conversation we had prior to that. But I'm not going to pressure you about it. I'm not gonna break up with you because this is something you don't want to do today. But I'm letting you know this is something that I'm open to. But out of my chapter, my book, you need to at least meet fifty percent of it for me to even be continuing interested in being with you because that's just something that I like. I can be sexually involved with someone and have zero emotional attachments. My weakness is emotions. So if I already know up front that is this is just going to be a friendship with sex, I'm not going to get emotionally detached, attached to you. I'm going to do what I need to do to not get attached to you because emotions are is my weakness. Sex to me is a sport. It's an activity and it's just something I like to do. So... I put a lot into that. Like I study the person that I want to have sex with because I want to have sex with their mind, not just physical. So we what happens when you part. do fall in love with them or the love does play a factor without you but even if, trying it? If try that comes, then that was a meant to be. Okay. Okay. Well, then obviously that's what I'm saying. You can be open too. So we'll go ahead and <clears throat> transition over and talk about what are the, how society has allowed for sexuality to evolve. In 2019, can we agree that sexuality in regards to men and women has at least evolved from where it was, say, like even when our parents were born? Absolutely. Absolutely. Like there's there's things now that married couples do that, you know, when you speak to your grandparents, they have no clue what you're talking about. This is this is absolutely not what you know. That's why your older generation has such a judgmental impact on your younger generation because there are just things that now you can walk out in public and hold hands and be together with same sex. You can openly talk about the same sex. You can openly talk about sex. Porn used to be a secret. Porn was something you you had to sneak and go watch. Porn was something you didn't discuss in a normal conversation. Today, porn is just part of the regular it's TV. It's mainstream. Yeah, I watch it every day. Like, it's just regular TV to me. And I can discuss it openly and comfortable, and I don't really care if you're judging me about it or not, because it doesn't matter. I'm still going to watch it. What about you? What do you feel like, where do you feel like the culture of sexuality is today? I feel like it's definitely different. I mean, definitely different, so... I feel like back then it was just more so about a book kind of thing. So they, you know, men, women, you know, traditional family, you know what I mean? Like that. And now it's more so, it's just open. It's more open and you can experience more things. And society has made it that way, you know, with just like social media and movies and all kind of stuff like that. So I feel like it's it's more progressive but at the same time, I don't know if that's a good or bad thing, too. Right. I was going to tap into that, and that's what I was going to say. 
<clears throat> with sexuality being fluid and how it is progressive and how things have evolved and how porn, things of that nature are more mainstream. It's more accessible, readily accessible. We say we don't want censorship, right? We mm -hmm. want to be able to be free. And now you have situations like places in California trying to create another sexual orientation for adults who are sexually attracted to so let me ask you kids. A have you ever seen the movie Color Purple? I have. Okay. When was that movie? The, the story was based off what? 1922? There was a lesbian scene in that movie. If you watch the movie, there was a lesbian scene. And now if you go back and if you watch a lot of movies that are based on that generation, there's a lot of lesbian scenes. It was just, you weren't, then you were taught to not talk about that. We just talk about it now. It's not anything new. This isn't new. This sexuality is not new. It's just more open now. It's more public. It's more accepted. It's more accepted. And so with acceptance, is that a breeding ground for other things? Yeah, like, um, I can tell you that my grandfather was, t great grandfather, I'm sorry, was 20 years older than my grandmother. Great grandmother. Mm, yeah, 20 right. years older. But now older. you go to jail for something like that. Mm -hmm. And then not only that, it's just, it never fails. Like with black families, uh, you go to a funeral. You always find out that there's a cousin married to a cousin. Mm, that's true. <laughs> yeah, there's a cousin married I to a cousin. Uh, this grandfather, he, he he's your grandfather and your uncle. Like, shit, go to a black funeral. Yes. So there's nothing new under the sun, basically. No, the only new thing now is everything is open. So you get to watch Jerry Springer. You get to watch Maury. And you get to see how this trailer park as they view it, people, cousins marrying cousins and having babies. They are, none of this stuff is new because, again, it I think reaches, it's just more of a <clears throat> microscope put on it. And now we're just well, it reaches being back more to accepting. Slavery. How do you know the family that you, when you were the, the slave family that was free, how do you even know that that was, he didn't know where that woman come from. That just was the woman that was available. They were traded off and moved around so much. You don't know who this person, what family they, you just made a family. That's and possibly why we're superhumans. And then no, as generations... <laughs> I'm went, joking, you guys. No, but don't as generations that. go on, it, it just trickled down. And so then you have that 1945 generation, 1922 generation. That started to... What was the... Gen, there was that generation that made everything bad. What, whoever, I don't, I don't know what generation that is. And if you guys are listening, maybe you guys can chime in in my DM and let me know. But there was that generation... That made everything bad. It made everything. And so a lot of what we see today as far as that has evolved in sexuality has really been around since the beginning of time. At the end of the day, when you guys have kids and when you guys, uh, you know, raise them to be model citizens, you guys are clearly have are molding them in the direction that you would want them to go. That that's just the nature of it all. What we see and what we have allowed and what has been viewed or we viewed has been around since people have been around. Okay, I am going to talk a little bit about some hot topics and um, <laughs> pretty much <laughs> so funny. The topic in regards to men and women who are forced to be away from their um, partners or um, partner <coughs> for extended periods of time, whether that mean military mm -hmm. can be one mm -hmm. or whether that means 
being incarcerated. Um, what about those people, these OGs, these women who come out? Is would you say that there's an unwritten rule that what happens, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas? Yeah. So what happens behind bars stays behind bars. Not necessarily, because again, if if someone did ten years, right? You you're talking. You get to go visit. So it just depends on again your relationship with that person. As a woman, do you want him to be unhappy? Do, do you, you want, want him? Do to you be- want him to not receive sexual pleasures because you can't give it to him? But it also goes back to what was his reason for being in there in the first place. So if his reason was being there in the first place because you know it was drugs, but you was helping him, you was in it with him, so you knew the rules of the game. Now he got to do 10. In order for him to do that 10 and be sane, you got to let him do what he need to do. And you got to be cool with it when he get out. And we're not going to talk about it. We're just going to move on. Hmm. What are your thoughts? I mean, everybody knows just like, we're talking about society that when you're incarcerated like you know all the stuff that they say don't drop yourself do all everybody knows that that happens so we know that that happens but as far as accepting it i don't i don't really know you know how that would feel because i just feel like i'm the type of person that i don't know until i'm in those shoes kind of thing so i mean if you gotta you gotta pleasure yourself somehow especially if you've been there for that long too so, I guess it depends on that, like the length of the time that you're in there. But how long that. are you going to pleasure yourself? We're talking about a, a man going ahead and, yeah. you know what I'm saying, ripping up another man. Who who wants to, like, so, who right. wants to now be the aggressor and who wants to now be the, the bottom? As and when it. he comes out, is he able to still Is he still going to be man enough to be the top when he okay. goes home? Right, when right, he's been you. the bottom for the last six years? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, that's what it's about. Women, it's a little different. Yeah, that's totally that's Women, different. Why women, is it that's different? the whole topic, though. That's the thing. That, that's the why thing, is it different? Women, it, why no, does society is, say that women can be fluid different. and men can't? I'm not saying you can't. What I'm saying is it's an easier dealt with situation. You just right. you do 10, you're just going to be with a woman. You're you, you going to please her. She's going to please you. When you go home, you can just go be with your man. Y'all can discuss it or if you discussed it prior to, whatever the case may be. Or that may open up a whole nother thing where you like, I like this and I don't want to change it when I get out. Maybe this made that person comfortable. Maybe this made that person open. Maybe that made this person feel some positive emotions that they didn't know that they had, that they could experience. That's what happens sometimes. That's how women end up with other women. You start to experience things and those things are just better for you. You like them. You like the way it feels. You like the emotions that come with it. I'm, I don't have any emotions when it comes to men. I have them when it comes to women. So I can be with a man. I can probably have sex with him. I'm not going to, I don't want to go out with him. I don't want to date him. I don't want to spend time. There's nothing we can talk about. Nothing. I'm just detached. Don't good morning me. Don't good night me. None of that. Just hit me up when you want to smash. That's mm-hmm. it. But all of the other things, those are things I tend to want to do with a woman. I want to spend time with her. I want to talk to her. That emotional attachment, if it comes to that. So it's easier for women to just kind of decide what they want to do when they leave. But think about a man who has been opening up his his anal to another man for six years. And now he's trying to go home and have vaginal sex with a woman. 
it just depends. It's more so where's his mindset? Where's his mentality? Like, where's his security? Can he go home and just be like, look, I had to do what I had to do because I had to bust a nut, but I want to be with my old lady. Or it just becomes, I can't get enough. Now I'm home. She cool with it, but, but I'm stepping out that's now. That's key. That's what I'm trying to get I'm everybody to understand. With that, that means sex is fluid. Sex is fluid. So when you, regardless of what labels, and that's what I really was trying to get everyone to understand, this sex is, is always going to be fluid. Even those that said that they aren't, until they get into In a situation, situation yeah, to I'm where saying. they have you to be know. fluid. Right. So I want to thank my ladies for chiming in with me. Me and you are going to go live a little later on this evening. This is going to be very interesting. I'm sure my viewers are going to love that. And um, next week, I want you guys to be prepared to talk about the role of a woman in regards to um, the relationship. I got on my guys a couple weeks ago. Um, I am now going to do the same with my women. This would be very interesting. I got, um, you guys know I love playing devil's advocate. So the show will um, definitely take an interesting direction. And I am prepared for all backlash. So I want you guys to tune in with me next Sunday. And have an amazing week. Go ahead, put your clothes back on because you guys got to go out here into the world. I wish you guys peace and love. You guys can see me on all my platforms. Of course, Facebook, AC Love, Instagram at AC Love. And yeah, journey with me. You guys want to say anything? No, just thank you for having us. Thanks for listening. See you guys later. All right.